When you find a powerful enough motivator to move you from where you are to where you want to be, you're no longer bound to your circumstance. You're in control. You can change your life, but it all starts with your why. Why you want, need, and most importantly, deserve a better life. So listen up. You're about to discover the power of your why. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm your host, Joy Anderson, and each week we'll share business tips, expert interviews, and stories from women just like yourself who have started their own successful preschools. But before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to set the foundation so we got off on the right foot. Let me be clear. I am no one special. I am just like you. I was a stay-at-home mom for eight years before I realized that I wanted, needed, and deserved a better life for myself and my children. And while I eventually did find success in my preschool business, I don't have any magic powers, I'm not Wonder Woman, I'm just joy. I didn't have the right degree, I didn't have any experience, but what I did have was the motivation to not give up. I'm flawed, I'm imperfect, and I guarantee you I'm going to mess up on this podcast a lot. But I promise you I will be real and vulnerable and I'll share my heart with you because at the end of the day, all I care about is serving you. All I ask is that in return, you get real with yourself. You decide if you're truly happy with where you're currently at with your life. Dig deep. Stop numbing your feelings. And if at the end you decide that you do want more out of your life than you're currently experiencing, then I ask you to keep an open mind because perhaps a preschool business is exactly what you need. And now I'd like to go back to where this all began. I'd like to share my story of why I decided to start my preschool and why I want to help you start your preschool as well. 12 years ago, I sat in front of the family computer paralyzed with anxiety. On the screen, it was an Excel spreadsheet. After entering my husband's paychecks and all of our expenses, we were going to be short $287. As a cold fear surrounded me, I tried to figure out where in the world we could cut expenses, but every bill was a fixed amount. The only wiggle room we had was in our food budget, but I could only get so creative with pasta again. I knew at that moment I couldn't stand idly by and watch our credit cards get maxed out. I had to do something, but what? I truly wanted to stay home with my kids, so I tried to do anything I could to add money to the family budget. My first real venture was Pampered Chef. Do you remember that one? It's similar to Cincy, where you go around with products to different people's homes and do home parties. I was excited to try it out. I mean, after all, if you only get so many people to sign up, well, then you could make a full-time income. But the reality was I spent so many nights away from my family and I could only make a couple hundred dollars each month. 
we were still barely making ends meet, so I decided to try to sell things online. I went to a local consignment shop and they had these bags for a dollar where you could stuff as much stuff into these bags for just a dollar. I would put name brand kid toys like Fisher Price or Lego into these bags. I would put name brand clothing, the name brand jeans, the shirts, everything I could possibly stick into these bags. And I would go home and iron the clothes, take pictures of all the toys, put them in shipping boxes, write all the listings. One month, I even made $300. And I said to myself, holy cow, this is awesome. But the truth was, it wasn't awesome. Because as I was spending all this time on the computer doing eBay, I mean, right now you'd probably call it Facebook Marketplace, but back then it was eBay. So when I was spending all the time on the computer, I would have my little kids come up to me. They were only four and two at the time. And they would tug at my jeans and say, mom, can you play with us? And I would say, not right now, mommy's working. My children were being neglected by me. I mean, they were having to color on shipping boxes just to keep themselves entertained. No joke, these shipping boxes went out with my children's drawings all over them. Now, I'm not proud of those moments, but I do value the experience because through that, I realized I didn't want to spend all my time on the computer while my kids were left to fend for themselves. How I wish there was some way that I could create income while still playing with my children. If I hadn't gone through this very experience, I wouldn't have created the very system that you're going to learn about. And it was that very experience of having to tell my children, no, I'm sorry, I can't play with you right now. I'm working that created this very journey that we're about to embark on. Now, fast forward a few years later on a warm Sunday in June, I sat down in my office chair exhausted, overwhelmed, trying to find relief from the stress that was going on around me. All I could think about was we should never have bought the new house, the new car. We're in over our heads. We are in so much debt. Even with the couple hundred of dollars that I was making every month, we still weren't making ends meet. Our credit card debt was skyrocketing. I knew why I had come into the office. I was trying to escape. I was hiding, trying to avoid my own reality. I felt a tightness in my chest and a feeling of pending doom as if my family could be torn apart at any moment. Our debts had pushed us to the brink, and stress was at an all-time high. After years of trying to hold on to a failing marriage, I felt myself losing my grip. My marriage was falling apart, and I was helpless to save it. And it was at that moment that a thought came to me so profoundly that I could not deny it. And it said this, Joy, this is your life, and it will not change. Have you ever thought in your life that things are going to get better, that you thought in the future everything was going to work out? Well, that's what I had done. I had thought for eight years that the stress and all of the marital problems that we were having were going to get better, that they would work themselves out over time. But you know what? I finally got the realization that day that it wasn't going to get better, that if I wanted a better life for me and my children, I had to be the one to make the change. I knew I needed to leave. As soon as I processed that thought that I was going to take my kids the next morning and leave my eight-year marriage, I found myself scared out of my mind. Not for me, but for my kids. How in the world was I supposed to support them? I knew one thing for sure. I had to be there for my kids. I had no doubt about that. 
And knowing that they were going to be put through hell in the weeks, months, possibly even years to come, I wanted to give them one last opportunity to just be a kid. So I took them down to the neighborhood park. And as I sat down on the park bench, watching them joyfully play in front of me, a giant weight fell upon me. Joy, how in the world are you going to provide for these kids? How are you going to create a full-time income? You haven't had a job in eight years. You don't have a degree you can use. What are you going to do? I thought I only had two options. One, I could put my kids in daycare and go get a job. I mean, that's what everybody would tell me if I needed a full-time income. Or if I said to them, but wait, I want to stay home with my kids. What do you think they would say to me? Oh, well, start a home daycare, Joy. That's a great idea. No, those were not options for me. My kids needed me. My primary goal when I became a mother was to stay home with them, not to climb the corporate ladder. I mean, if they were going to be going through a divorce in the upcoming weeks and months, they needed their mother with them. They didn't need to be dropped off at daycare, separated from me for 12-hour days. They didn't need to be at home sharing me with other children. And I'm an exhausted mom after sending home all the daycare kids. No, they needed a happy mom with them at home. I knew that those weren't options for me, so I pled with God to give me a third option. Help me find some other way to stay home with my kids and still create a full-time income. And you know what happened? I was blessed with a memory. I had remembered back to when I was teaching co-op preschool to my little daughter. She was about four years old at the time, and I had tried to find a preschool for her so she could get ready for kindergarten, right? But all I could find were daycares with preschool classes. I didn't need a daycare. I stayed home with my child. I didn't want her going into a daycare setting with all the other daycare kids for a couple hours. That's not what I wanted. All I wanted was a preschool class but I couldn't find one. So instead, I decided to get together with a couple moms and we did what's called co-op preschool. Basically, we rotated homes. So all the neighborhood kids would come to my home, we would do preschool for a couple hours, and I put that in quotes because I didn't know how to teach preschool. I was just playing with my daughter and her friends and trying to give them some kind of leg up to get ready for kindergarten. So I would teach preschool to the neighborhood kids for a couple hours every other day, and then they would go to a different mom's house and she would teach that week and so on and so forth where we rotated homes between the moms. Now, why was this memory given to me? What did it have to do with creating a full-time income? I mean, co-op preschool, it was free. Nobody was paying me. But then I remembered something else. I remembered that the longer we did this plan of, you know, rotating homes, the other moms started getting burnt out. And over time, they started telling me, oh shoot, my kiddo's sick. Can you teach this week? And I would say, sure, because I was loving the experience of teaching my own children and having fun with them during that time, plus teaching the other kids as well. And that's when it dawned on me, what if I taught all the neighborhood kids? What if they came to me instead of rotating other homes? What if the mothers paid me to get their kids ready for kindergarten? I could charge them a tuition. They would only be there for a couple hours. It wasn't daycare. Oh my gosh, this might just work. And as I'm sitting at the park bench watching my kids in front of me, this weight starts to feel like it's lifting off my shoulders. I'm starting to feel hope. I'm realizing, what if I did the opposite of daycare? Instead of taking care of children for 12 long hour exhausting days, 
What if instead I only taught them for a couple hours each day and then they went home? What if instead of taking care of all ages, I only taught preschool children ages three to five? What if instead of changing diapers, I only took potty trained students? Oh my gosh, it was starting to come together. I was having this vision form in my head of what my preschool business could look like. Yes, I would start a preschool, not a daycare. I was so excited. I was looking at my children playing in front of me, and I finally felt hope for the first time that evening, knowing that we were going to have a very difficult time coming up as I would leave my marriage the next day. But I had hope with me. I knew that this option could work, and I was going to do everything I possibly could to make it work. As we walked home from the park to our home, I had faith that it would all work out. But little did I know that the process I was about to go through would be so difficult, so challenging, that had I known then what I was getting myself into, I may not have even started. The next morning, I took my kids and left my marriage. Now, I spent the next month driving around city after city trying to find the perfect subdivision for my new preschool. Finally, in July, I found it. It was perfect for my family and perfect for my preschool. I was painting walls, setting up the playground in the backyard, buying supplies and materials and furniture. It seemed everything was coming together perfectly. But when I tried to research online how to start a preschool, all I could come up with was how to start a daycare. I mean, back then there was no Joy Anderson teaching women how to start preschools. Everything was about how to start a daycare. And that's when I realized this plan of mine may well have been doomed from the very beginning. After all, daycares and preschools were complete opposites. Nobody knew what to do with me. I knew I had come too far, though, to turn back. As a newly single mom, my kids needed me more than ever. I was not going to put them in daycare, and I sure wasn't going to start a home daycare either. No, those weren't options, and I wasn't going to give up. But to top it off, my mortgage was due in a month. From the moment I signed the loan documents, I felt like I was on a ticking clock. I worked like my home was connected to a bomb and the fuse had just been lit. I had 30 days to get my preschool up and running, tuition and registration fees in the bank, or my life was going to blow up. I had no fallback plan. This had to work. My back was up against the wall. I had to sign up 24 students, but I had no clue how I was going to do that. So for the next 30 days, I fought like my family's life depended on it because it did. I had so many questions. How much should I charge? Do I have to be licensed? How do I get licensed? Do I need a specific degree? How am I going to pay for this? What about the IRS? How do I get a business bank account? What should I teach? How should I advertise? How do I get families to even sign up? What do I do when they sign up? Oh my gosh, I would answer one question. Ten more questions would pop up. I knew one answer for sure, though. I wanted to get licensed because I knew I was going to grow my preschool. But the problem was I couldn't get a straight answer from anyone. I mean, I was getting the runaround. I would call the licensing department and talk to person A on the phone on that day. And I would ask all my questions, get certain answers. 
But then I'd say, wait a second. And I would call back a different day, talk to person B on a different day, and they'd give me completely different answers. They had no clue what to do with me. All they had ever talked about in the past was how to start daycares. Here was this joy girl asking questions about how to start a preschool and how to get licensed as a preschool. I felt like I was speaking another language. They literally didn't know what to do with me. Eventually, I just submitted all my applications, hoping it would work out. I submitted them to the HOA, my city for the permits, the licensing department for the state. But I was so freaked out that I wouldn't get my license in time, so I didn't want to sign up any kids. I mean, after all, it'd look really bad if I signed up all these kids and then had to say, sorry, I don't have my license, you can't come to preschool. I tried to do the other hundred steps to start my preschool, you know, while I was waiting for the licensing to go through, but I did everything wrong. I did everything out of order. I spent tons of money, wasted it, time, money. Everything was going wrong. How I wished I had a step-by-step process back then that taught me how to do all the steps to starting my preschool the right way in the right order so I didn't waste time or money. In fact, my credit card was almost maxed out with all the errors I was making. Eventually, I finished getting my preschool ready, but I was still waiting on my license. So day after day, I would call the licensing department. Hi, it's Joy. Is my license approved yet? Let me check. Nope, it's not. Every day I would repeat this process, but the fuse was getting shorter and shorter. My time was running out. Finally, one week before my mortgage was due, I called asked the exact same question, and the reply this time was, yes, it's been approved. I was so excited. Finally, I could move forward. But then I remembered I didn't have any kids signed up. I had just one week to sign up 24 kids. I had no clue how to do it, so I just put together a flyer, went down to my local UPS store, and said, hey, Mark, please print off 2,000 copies. That night, I hauled this huge, heavy box onto my kitchen table, put out the flyers on the table, and said, kids, we've got a job to do. We folded those flyers for hours until finally I sent my kids to sleep, and I continued to fold throughout the night. The next morning, I piled all the kids into my car and the flyers, and we had flyers everywhere, and off we went to go deliver these flyers to every home in the subdivisions in our city. But as I was delivering the flyers, all I could think about in the back of my mind was, what if I don't get anyone signed up? What if nobody even likes this idea? What if I'm charging too much? But I knew that in order for me to stay home with my kids, in order for my family to have a successful future, I had to push past the fear. So I kept driving, I kept delivering the flyers, and I remember to this day, the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. It was my cell phone ringing, and on the other line after I said hello was a voice, and she said, Hi, I just got your flyer. Do you have any spots left? Oh my gosh, the best feeling ever came over me when I said, Yes, I do have a spot left. I'm glad you called. And that was the beginning of this entire journey. My phone kept ringing for the next few days until all 24 spots had been filled. And as I put my registration fees and tuition into my bank account for the very first time, I knew that my family and I were going to be okay. 
My little home preschool began that year with just 24 adorable students. Every morning, my kids would wake up and we would go to the door together and say, good morning, welcome to preschool, as we would welcome in all the preschoolers. I was finally able to stay home with my kids, create a consistent income, have fun with my children while I worked, be able to grow myself and develop as a teacher. Offer them a fantastic preschool education, create a schedule that worked for my family, and spend more time with them at home. I later remarried, and my husband and I welcomed two more children into our family. With our increased financial freedom, we love building up our savings accounts and taking trips across the world. Over the next 10 years, our little home preschool grew quite a bit. It grew into multiple locations where we hired over 50 teachers, taught over 1,000 students, and were able to bless our community with an all-day preschool program and a private kindergarten class. We also became the largest private school in Idaho that was not a daycare. In those first 10 years, our preschool made $1.75 million dollars an amount that still shocks me to this day, all because I chose to start a preschool. What I could not foresee, though, when I made that choice so many years ago to start my preschool was that my preschool would bless the lives of so many families in our community. Not only did my preschool change my family's life, but it changed the lives of every family that it touched. I can clearly see now that every time a preschool is opened, it has the potential to bless over a thousand lives. From blessing the owner's family with happiness and financial freedom, to blessing the students' lives with friends and a greater ability to succeed in life, to blessing the teachers' lives with fulfillment and security, and to blessing the community with access to quality early childhood education. Truly, every preschool owner becomes a life changer. And because I know the power that a preschool has to change lives, I've been on a mission to ensure that every woman knows about this third option. I vowed to never let another woman go through the same painful experience I went through of not knowing how to start a preschool. I want every mother in the world to know this, that there is a third option, that perhaps it is the best option for you. You can start a preschool and I can teach you how. And I know exactly how to help you because not only have I successfully started a preschool and found along the way what works and what doesn't work, but I've helped thousands of women create their own successful preschools as well. And by seeing so many women go through this process from all different walks of life, I can truly say I've seen it all. I've been able to see firsthand exactly what it takes to create a successful preschool regardless of the woman's education level or experience level or even location. That's right, I can teach any woman how to start a preschool without a degree, without experience, and even without a location. Because not only did I not have a degree or experience when I started my preschool, but most of the women that I help don't have it either. And as much as you'd like to think that your situation is unique for such and such reason, well, I've heard that excuse before. And yes, I call it an excuse because you're allowing it to limit your abilities. So if you have any roadblocks, things that are stopping you in your mind from why you can't start a preschool, guess what? I've got plenty of dynamite that I'll be throwing at those roadblocks to blow them up and show you that the path ahead is clear and ready for you to move forward. 
I promise you that if you stay with me on this journey, I will show you exactly how a preschool can work for you, and I'll even help you start one. Thanks for listening and following me on this journey. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me, and hopefully I've earned your five stars. Now, this episode is actually day one of what I call our Seven Students in Seven Days Challenge. It's designed to help you sign up your first or your next seven students in just seven days without creating a website, spending any money on advertising, or talking to people face-to-face. This challenge works for local and online preschools, even if you haven't set up your preschool business, and even if you don't have a license, a degree, experience, or a location. Yes, you heard that right. This challenge has helped thousands of women to be able to start their preschools, and guess what? It will help you too. To help you during this challenge, I put together a free worksheet. It goes hand in hand with today's episode and it's called My Why. It'll help you get real with why you need to create a successful preschool and it's going to give you the motivation and strength that you're gonna need on this preschool journey. It's a super fun worksheet and only takes about five minutes to complete. In fact, women who complete our challenge are 10 times more likely to create a successful preschool. So you should definitely download this worksheet. Simply go to joyanderson.com and click on the seven students in seven days challenge to be able to immediately download this worksheet. And then be sure to tune into our next episodes as they are the most important ones you need to listen to and they're gonna continue you down the path of our seven-day challenge. In the next episode, I'll show you how you can still create a consistent income without working 12-hour days, without sending your kids to daycare, and without being exhausted by the end of the day. Yes, I'll show you how preschool is nothing like daycare. Until next time, keep serving, keep teaching, and keep growing. We'll talk to you soon.